This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. I'm Delta Work, and it's time for Very Delta. Nicole Byer is here, but first, do you want to see me go off? Because I think you want to see me go off. Oh. M. Mom! Are you a lady like me? Introspective, beautiful. Oh, are you intellectual like me? Beguiled by a bargain? You like wild times? Oh, like me? Are you serving the community like me? Well, if you are, then you must be very Delta. I'm Delta Work, and this is Very Delta, a luxury public access podcast and YouTube talk show where I look gorgeous, speak extemporaneously, and invite fascinating people to sit on the couch and get Very Delta. Very Delta is for the woman who keeps her friends close, but her friends named Gail even closer. But first... Let's get into some things that are very Delta. Go off Delta! Summer's here, and all I want to do is eat salad. I'm not talking about like a macaroni salad or a potato salad or any uh, salads that are considered like side dishes. I want to start every meal with a salad. And I'm talking about like what I'm specifically talking about is a dinner Salad. I think somewhere along the lines, we lost a dinner salad and restaurants like started to start calling, uh, I don't know, an opening salad, the house salad. But the thing of it is, is that the house salad is generally considered like a vegetable version of an entree salad. So I don't want like the whole big ass bowl. I don't want it as an entree. I want that salad that. I want that salad that is. A plate with a bowl sitting on top of it and just has like iceberg, maybe some cherry tomatoes, although I don't like cherry tomatoes. I don't like biting cherry tomatoes. I don't like when they when they break. I would rather have them halved Um, or slices of tomatoes. I love that as well. But I want that in there. Maybe some little shreds of carrot and uh, some red onion and then I want there to be those tiny croutons, those that bag that almost looks like Mrs. Cubison's stuffing. But restaurants always used to have those croutons that were like salty and they had green on them. And I don't know if they were just called Italian croutons or whatever they were called. I just want that cheap dinner salad with ranch dressing. I'll take blue cheese. Italian dressing will be my third option. But, you know, 
I don't like Catalina dressing on a, a salad. Honey mustard does not belong on a salad. We talked about this before. You know what dressings I need. Um, but I don't know why a lot of restaurants got rid of that. Maybe it's just too much time to make it. You know, I used to love going to Spires and we would get, uh, you would get like a dinner that came with a soup and a salad and your entree and then a dessert and your drink. And it would all come for a certain price. And the one we used to go to, the lady knew that like everyone was going to be drinking iced tea or Diet Coke or whatever. And she would bring a carafe or like a, not even a carafe. She would bring like the full pitcher and just set it there. So she didn't have to keep coming back. Um, so I, you know, a dinner salad got replaced at some point with like salads that have spring mix or um, radicchio mixed in. or And that's lovely. I think that is beautiful. But I want a diner salad. You know what I'm saying? I even want not just the croutons on there. I want um, two packs of like Zesta saltines that are in the plastic. I want that. And I want to put salt and pepper on there because I want salt on my tomato. Um, and that sounds delicious. I will start breakfast with a dinner salad. I have gone to restaurants and thought, you know what? I'm going to have a dinner salad before I have my breakfast because I just, I like the taste of it. I like the crunch of it. I want it as simple as possible. And I also, of course, I mean, I have, I hold space for an entree salad. I love a really good entree salad that does have radicchio and spring mix, uh, romaine, whatever. I mean, you could put romaine in a dinner salad, I suppose. I mean, I just want, you know, straight up iceberg just ripped apart. But the dinner salad, that sounds lovely. I think most restaurants would have like a barbecue chicken salad as an entree salad, maybe a Mediterranean themed salad with a piece of fish on it. That sounds really good. Um, uh, and then of course, side salads that are side dish salads, right? So yes, macaroni salad. I don't want it too wet. I don't like it all sloppy or that one that comes in the big jug risers or whatever that you can get. And it looks like a milk giant milk carton. I don't want any of that. Not knocking anybody who likes it. I just don't like that. I don't want, I don't want macaroni salad or potato salad to be, have a sweetness to them. I like it more savory. I want Best Foods mayonnaise, Hellman's mayonnaise, um, if you're on the East Coast. Um, I love uh, uh, some egg and olives inside of a macaroni salad. I love uh, a potato salad that has green onion in it and white onion. I think that's delicious. I think all the bites should be like the same size. I've got, you know, and coleslaw is very controversial. It's very controversial because some people really, really love a sweet coleslaw, like a, a KFC. I love that. I love the texture. I love everything about a KFC coleslaw. But again, I don't want it soupy. I don't want that water in there. If you're coming to my place and we're having um, a barbecue or whatever, I'm going to be going over and managing these salads and mixing them because I want all the bites to be the same. I want everyone's, um, you know, I have a certain way. I, I like a white roast potato salad. Maybe you don't. Um, but I also have time for a bacon ranch potato salad. That sounds good. I We, we make that sometimes at home. Um, that dinner salad, though, I mean, every meal I feel like should start with that. And that entree or the Every meal should start with a dinner salad and I just don't, or you can call it a side salad, but the house salad, it's just not the same. And why do we now have to order it and go, can I get a half house salad and like call that your dinner salad? 
Why can't you just have a dinner salad? That just seems so weird. It's almost like going to a Mexican restaurant where they don't put down chips and salsa because they're more elevated. Baby, you're you need to put down. You knew you needed to put down the chips and salsa. You you knew. You knew that you didn't need to elevate anything. Like that doesn't elevate it. Like I'm not I'm not going to play places that have the house salad in place of the dinner salad and make you order the half have Edison bulbs and uh like bar stools for all the seating. Knock it off. Knock it off. We're not doing you didn't brew the coffee here. Like you didn't you didn't create the beans here. Yeah, we don't do that. We don't need all that. Not every place has to be that. I mean, if you want to invite me there and like try the food or whatever, I need a chair. You know what I'm saying? I'm not trying to like balance and and have the glass with another glass inside to mix the wine and breathe it through my fucking nose. I want a dinner salad. I want to see the specials. I want chocolate pudding with a that much uh, whipped cream on top. I want tapioca as an option. I want uh, you to leave a carafe or a uh, 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 a fucking uh, jug to fill my drink. I want to I want to help you so you don't have to keep asking me for refills because you know I'm crazy and I'm going to do it anyway. Where is Spire? Why can't I go to Spire's? There used to be a really good place called Huff's. Huff's in Lakewood. It's gone now. Ooh, they had uh, they would have a dinner salad, but they would also have a meal that was like chili and uh, uh, pot like noodles. And it was like a chili mac thing. I know that's not that's not that's not very Edison bulb. But it's very Delta to have that, like a, a list of dinner specials, a list of lunch specials, you know. But sometimes I don't want to order the lunch special because I'm like, no, I, I it's three o'clock. I've got that dinner appetite. I'm good. I need to I need to have something. So, you know, don't bring me that lunch special. That's like, here you go. Like, I'm not going back to work. I'm going to Ross after this. I want the amount that I'm going to have to walk off at Ross looking for, you know, misplaced shoes and and lotions and shit that I fucking buy. The dinner salad. Why? Why has the dinner salad left us? I don't even think it was. I don't think it wanted to leave. I think the dinner salad was here and it knew it was solid. And they were just like, you got to go. You got to go. Times have changed. People don't want you anymore. People want radicchio. People want butterleaf. People want uh, spring mix. People want dandelion. I don't want to fucking eat dandelions. I don't even want you to present me a dandelion unless you're like, you know, I had children and they picked them in a field and they were like, I brought this for you because I love you. Well, I love you too. And I think that's pretty. But, you know, when you're not looking, I'm probably going to throw it away. Dinner salads, man. <sighs> dinner salads are so good. I, I, I've had dinner salads before I've eaten pancakes before because I just felt like, you know what? This meal needs to start off. I need to, li- I need to line myself to be prepared. You know what I'm saying? Because you never know. You get to a certain age and you're like, you got to have. And I know you know, I say you got to have vegetables. Iceberg lettuce is just water. It's not really, you know, that doesn't provide that much roughage or actual fiber. But the other stuff does. You could put a little piece of like cucumber. That's nice. Um, celery. I love garbage. See, now I'm building a salad at a salad bar. And that is a whole, whole other story. Because I believe there's a theory behind building a salad at a salad bar that you got it. It, it involves it involves like making a it's like making a lasagna. I know how to build it so that it holds itself together. And it actually I'll tell you about that. But that's 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 not a dinner salad. That's that's entree. And that's next level. Here's what you do. If you there are a few buffets available out there, you can still go to. But I'm going to tell you how to do this. 
you're going to put your plate down and you're going to get some dressing of your choice. I suggest a cream dressing and you're going to drizzle it on the plate and sort of smooth it around, not with your hands, with the ladle. You put that ladle back and then you're going to get um, whatever sort of crunchy toppings that you like. So it could be sunflower seeds or bacon bits or both. You're going to sprinkle that down and then you're going to put some lettuce down, right? And then you're going to put a little more dressing over that, just a little bit. And then you're going to put your carrots, shredded carrots, whatever vegetables that have been prepared that you like going on there, put those on there. And then a little tiny bit more dressing, almost just a, just a drizzle. You don't want this to be sopping wet. You want to be able to taste the vegetables and everything. So you just drizzle that on there. And then you go in and you put those dry toppings. And then you put a little bit more lettuce and a little bit more of those green things and the carrots and whatever. By the way, when I say dry things, croutons should have been in here somewhere. So you know, when you put the dry, that's a croutons. A little bit more dressing. And then you do it again. So you just repeat this until you've gotten exactly where you think like this is I can feasibly eat this like this is going to be the right amount for me. Maybe it's just one level for you. That's fine. Maybe you want to do a couple of levels because you like I don't know. Uh, you like a lot of olives on yours. And so you're like, I want a layer of just olives like you can do that. This is the way that you can do it so that back in the day when we were at Wendy's and we would make this salad and we would go over to the little uh, green solarium room where you would eat this, um, you could carry it and it wasn't going to fall. It wasn't going to go anywhere because you've built it like a house and it's structurally sound. The salad has to be structurally sound for you to really get your money's worth and for you to really get a bite of everything in every flavor. This is how you really build that. This is kind of like an elevated dinner salad in a way. I think you should really use these tips the next time you make a salad. Do you want to see me take a break? Because I think you want to see me take a break. This podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. Whether you're just starting out or managing a growing brand, Squarespace makes it easy to create a beautiful website, engage with your audience, and sell anything from products to content to time, all in one place, all on your terms. Everything is online today, and Squarespace offers so many features to make your website so sleek and professional. I love to shop online and I like to see how different small businesses and people have their websites set up. For me, it says a lot about how the customer service experience will play out based on a company's web design. I can always tell when a website is well-built and well-managed. It's the functionality and Squarespace has it. With Squarespace, you can book appointments through your site. They provide everything you need to manage your schedule, accept secure payments, send automatic reminders, you can have an online store, you can sell your products directly on your site, and they offer amazing analytics too, which is great for growing your business. You can learn where your site visits and sales are coming from and analyze which channels are the most effective. So check out squarespace.com verydelta for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use offer code verydelta, all one word, to save 10% on your first purchase of a website or domain. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. 
Find Reese's now at a store near you. My guest today is a comedian, an actor, a podcaster, a very talented TV show presenter, uh, a pole dancer. Yes. A multiple Emmy nominee, a woman of many, many words, the one and only Nicole Byer. <laughs> I don't think anyone has ever said many, many words, and I love it because I could talk forever. Yeah. Well, that's what you do magically. Like, you literally uh, are on the forefront of this podcasting game. I mean, that's what you, you do. That's You set an example for people who want to do podcasting. Oh. Delta, thank you. What, what what were you doing? Like, when when did you decide? Like, I need to have all the podcasts. <laughs> uh, Wait, <it's, laughs> what? There's something I noticed first. What? What are you wearing that smells so good? There's something oh, you're wearing. Oh, it smell. is my perfume. It is Victor and Wolf, and uh-huh. it comes in a weird little uh, bow. It's a glass bow, and I originally bought it. I hadn't smelt it yet, uh-huh. but I was like, this gl- this glass bow is really dumb. Yeah. So I bought it, and then I was like, wait, this smells so good. And I've worn it ever since. I love it. Thank you. I can smell. And you know what? I, I, I'm somebody who puts like way too much perfume Same. on, but it smells like it did. Pre- it precedes you a little bit. And I like that because Ooh. it kind of like sets a tone that you can't, you don't even have to do with words or with sound. It's just like, what's coming this way? I learned that That's so- from drag queens and yeah. Beyonce. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Just like you smell something fragrant and beautiful, and then you're like, what is it? Then you're like, the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. So that's what I'm trying we to do. We should coin the term fragrance tsunami. Ooh, a fragrance tsunami. Because you kind of like, it comes back and then it starts easing in as you're coming, and you're like, what is this? And suddenly you're wet. <laughs> you're like, oh. I love it. I love it. Oh, I'm dripping wet with this fragrance tsunami. That could be the name of a fragrance we come out with. Oh my God, I love it. Yeah. Delta Nicole's fragrance tsunami. I love it. I could see the commercial for it already. I mean, Same. it would be, yeah. You, do you remember the commercial? You're too young, maybe, but it was a it was a Chanel commercial and they would open the windows and they would go, Egoist, Egoist. And it was a men's cologne. <laughs> I don't remember. Yeah, we that. could open. We could open curtains. We could I be like drive-throughs. We could be anywhere. I would like to be at the McDonald's drive-through. You know when they had the old school, like it, it the, yes. the two doors opened. That I love. When they got rid of that, I was like, but why? But do you remember when everybody was like, oh, we have to have window one and window two, and then now you go to window yes. one and it's just boxes. Yeah, it's just boxes and there's nobody there. I personally like window one. That's uh-huh. where I give my money. Yeah. And you touch my money and you're not touching my food. That's what I'm saying. But now we're touching food and money. But then like nobody really accepts money anymore. Everything's like credit or debit, uh-huh. which I think is bad. I like money. I like I like touching cash. Me too. Do you have a coin purse? Yes, I do. You it's do. uh it's shaped like a metro card, which is Cute. obsolete. That's did you know card. that? I didn't. They got rid of the metro card. Now you just tap your fucking credit card on the turnstile. I'm so old that um, I still call the MTA bus the RTD because we used to have the Rapid Transit District in LA, and that's and then the MTA took over. Like, oh, that's so funny. The nineties. Never heard of that. Yeah, the RTD. Are you on the RTD too? Yeah, um, but no, you are on the full ass like helm of the ship of podcasting. How did that like? How does that happen? Well, my friend Gabrus was like. You should do a podcast buyer. 
people will come see your shows. You'll, you'll sell out your shows because people will like listen to you in their home and then want to come see you live. And I was like, I don't know what to talk about. And he was like, you like to fuck, talk about sex. Yeah. And I was like, okay. And then that's how Why Won't You Date Me came about. Um, and then Best Friends with Sashir Zameda. We're just best friends who love Gavin. Right. So our podcast is really about nothing. Um, and then Newcomers with Lauren Lapkus. Someone on Twitter was like, neither of you have seen Star Wars or any culturally relevant things. You should do a podcast about that. And we we're like, okay. And then 90 Day Bay is with my friend Marcy. And I just love 90 Day Fiance so much. And I watched it every week. So we were like, let's start a Patreon. And honestly, it's not as hard as it seems. I just, I stack episodes. Um, I only have to do one weekly. Okay. So it's not that hard. Yeah. It seems like so much more because of the amount of different yeah. conversations that you're having, I feel like. I repeat myself a lot. But you know what? I I think that there's people that probably each different one, they re- like this resonates with this mm-hmm. person. So whether you're repeating something or not, that's their first time hearing that conversation. You are very, very correct. Yeah. I just interviewed Jay Farrow and I was like, I know you've answered this question a hundred times, but can we talk about your impressions? And he was like, I have talked about it a hundred times. I've done my impressions a hundred times, but someone on your podcast listening may have never heard of me before, and that's their first time. So, of course, I'm willing to answer that. And I was like, oh, fuck. I've never thought about shit like that. I'm always like, I'm so redundant. But it's like, I don't know, this might be the first time someone's hearing it. But also, if you're passionate about something, it's like you're going to constantly talk about it. Yeah. I think I think that's what people want to hear. Uh-huh. Um There was a turd in the blanket. Yes. I thought you were talking about a different turd and I was like, "Here?" Oh, there's one here too. Here? Yeah. Yeah, I'm incontinent. Um so there's uh it happens. It happens whether I want it to or not. Um and you, but usually I want it to. Mm-hmm. Usually I do. You just want to um, feel it. But w- the the blanket was not a very Delta blanket, right? It was not a very Delta blanket, okay. but it was on Delta Airlines. Do you think it was like a very Delta shit or do you think, would you expect more or less from it, from me? I would expect more from you. Okay, okay. Um, And I wouldn't expect it to be wrapped up from you. I think it would be front and center. I love that. To be like, this is what this is. But uh, Delta, they think it was a disgruntled employee who shit in a blanket, folded it up, put it. Legitimately, they think this. <laughs> yes. Stop it. <laughs> Did you get anything out of this? Like some peanuts or like... I got all the Biscoff cookies I want. No, I got um, my ticket refunded. I cannot remember the exact amount of miles, but I I was like, I want more. There was shit in my blanket. And they were like, we will give you more if you stop talking about it. And I said, no. So I opted to take what they originally gave me. And then in my Netflix half hour, I closed with that story. So I was like, of course, it's nice to have a little bit of material, but it was truly wild. Yeah. How how does that even feel? Like, how are you? Are you thinking like, oh, my gosh, somebody's baby is sick or like what? Like, no, this was in a vacuum sealed bag. So I opened a bag. I pulled out a what I thought was a fresh blanket. I opened it and there was brown stuff stuck in it. So I ripped it apart and then crumbles were falling. And then I threw it on the floor and I was like. I like took my foot and was like fiddling with it. And I was like, I think that's shit. And then I got the flight attendant after we landed. Oh and I was like, I think there's shit in my blanket. And he was like, girl, no. And I was like, girl, yes. Girl, yes. And then he ran over to the blanket and he went, girl, 
that's some shit. I got to get my phone. And I was like, I don't think that's protocol. And but like, I don't know what protocol is. But then he was like taking pictures and then like everyone leaving was like staring at my shit filled blanket. And I I DM'd them and they they like reacted pretty like nonchalant until I was like, there was shit in my blanket. So then I kept like they they don't let you call them. They call you. And I don't know why, but it kept getting higher and higher, higher up. And I was talking to like the executive somebody and I was like, I feel crazy. What is the flight attendant saying? Because I kept saying shit, and then he was like, oh, well, he he said it's human fecal matter. I was like, so he made a choice. So he made yeah. a choice as to what kind of shit it was. Right. Uh, but it was fully, fully wild and insane. And then I learned that the blankets that you open in a vacuum-sealed bag are not washed, ever. They're eyeballed. And if they look clean, they're folded up and put through the vacuum seal process. Oh, I thought they were just considered to be disposable or something. No, they reuse them. Stop. Same with the pillows. They don't change the pillowcase. At a hotel, if you ever get in a bed and you smell it and you go, this kind of smells like someone, it's because they didn't change the sheets because they eyeballed it and it looked fine to them. Yeah. Don't drink water unless it's bottled on a plane because it comes from a tank. So coffee on a plane is disgusting. It comes from a tank that's never Mm -hmm. cleaned. What else did I learn? I learned that you should wipe your seat down because they don't actually do it. They spray it with chemicals sometimes. But for the most part, they're just looking for trash they can see. Planes are fucking disgusting. Do you like an aisle seat, a window seat, or a middle seat? Stupid question. Nobody likes a middle seat. (laughs) Some people do. You think? I think somebody who is starved of touch. I think that could be true. Might really love a middle seat. There's a um, thing called like touch hunger. That's yes. real, right? Uh-huh. It is. Yeah. I don't have it because I, I'll touch people and yeah. I'll say sorry about it. Is that okay? I mean, friends. I'm touching my friends. Right. Um, but I prefer the window if it's one A or one D. Okay. Anything past I like that? The specificity. Okay. I prefer the aisle, so I, have to, so I don't have to like climb over. Like they don't have to get up to mm-hmm. let me out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have a, my philosophy for me is flight under three hours, the window. Flight okay. over three hours, the aisle. Because inevitably I will be on the plane mm-hmm. and I'll be like, after like the third hour, like, you know what? I need to go pee. So I'll the person will be next to me and I'll just tap them like, pardon me, I need to use the restroom. And they'll go. And this is the movement. And I'll and I will tell them. You see what's coming through here. Yes. It's in your best interest to, to get stand up. up. Yes. They won't. They won't. Sometimes when I'm like getting on the plane to sit, they'll just move a little bit and I'll go, I'm, vi- I'll say very loudly, I'm very fat. Yeah. Like, you have on. to move. Come on. You Let's have be- to. I don't get it. I mean, but if you want to enjoy my ass, some, some many people, <laughs> surprisingly, many people do enjoy my ass in their face. And if that's, if that's your thing, Go for it. Delta, but, I don't think it's surprising. Well, some uh, some people will be surprised. I think you have a delicious ass. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. Let's take a break. <laughs> hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. 
We are back with the gorgeous Nicole Byer. Now, we are, you know, we don't have to specify exactly what day we are on uh, in the week, but it is like unseasonably weird outside for summertime. Come on. It fucking sucks. It rained today. Like, what, last month it rained for like, like two weeks straight? Yeah. I can't do this. No. I... No. I lived in New York for eight years, and when I moved here, I was like, I think I'm happier, and it was the sun. I was uh-huh. vitamin D deficient, so now yeah. I take vitamin D supplements, but also I need the sun. Delta, it's very bad. Yeah. It's weird. My thing is, like, I love the rain if I'm inside, okay. and it's supposed to be the rainy weather, mm-hmm. and, like, you know, there's soup, and there's, like, all if everything lines up, I love it. But if we have to go out in it and you're supposed to be like having your day and you're like, mm-hmm. oh, I thought I was going to be in shorts and a T-shirt and like now I'm not. Yeah. Or that, you know, just we were talking about traveling uh, earlier, but like when you you leave on a plane somewhere and you're all bundled up mm-hmm. and then you get somewhere and it's boiling hot and you're yes. like, where does this stuff go? Because yes. I don't want to take it off and change. That happens every time I go to Florida. Uh-huh. Every time I get off the plane, I'm like, ugh. My glasses steam up. It's just so hot and humid. Florida's disgusting. I know there's people watching from Florida. I don't know how people live there. It's thick. It's th- that is exactly what it is. It is absolutely thick. It really is. And then you got your Ron DeSantis. <laughs> Get out. Yeah, a mess. Get out. A complete mess. Ugh. Um, on your Twitter, how do you self-identify as Peppa Pig slut? <laughs> so, <laughs> I went to the Bahamas. Um, over last New Year's, I had the worst trip of my life. I talked about it on Jimmy Kimmel, and then a lot of people from Bahamas decided that they hated me. Okay. And a nice lady took two minutes out of her life to make a video where she called me Peppa the Pig Slut. So I thought that was very funny that she took the time, so uh-huh. then I just changed my Twitter handle to Nicole Byer, a.k.a. Peppa Pig Slut. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. Very, I like made up an Instagram post of like my time there and I was like, this is just for people of the Bahamas to say their nasty shit. I will delete anything nice. Uh-huh. And uh, there's like hundreds of very mean comments. But, you know, if being mean and saying mean things makes you feel better, I'm OK to, to be that person. Yeah. I don't because you're not telling me something I don't already know. Right. Right. Like I'm fat. I know that I might not be funny to you. I know that. Um, what else do people say? Oh, they're like, you're poor. And I'm like, maybe to you I am poor. Uh-huh. That's okay. You know? It just doesn't mean anything. It's just so strange. No. Like, that projection is so weird. It's very, very weird. And nobody has said anything to me where I was like, oh, my God. Uh-huh. Like, your inner soul's trash or something. I don't know. Like, nobody has said anything terrible, that, terrible. That, like, woke something yeah. up. Right. And I'm kind of, like, waiting for it. There was one person who said that I had roach-like fingers and they were probably covered in Cheeto dust. And I wrote back, you're a poet. Yeah, Because I had never poetry. heard that before. I yeah. was like, that's creative. And I think you should channel that into something good. Right. I hope they did. I really hope they did. Isn't it weird how, I don't know if this happens to you, but, like, Maybe you'll put something up on Instagram or somewhere and then people will 
comment as if you were not the person who posted it. Like, <laughs> like this is a forum in a way. Uh-huh. And they'll be like, loving Nicole's thing here. Wish she would have done this, this, and this. And I'm like, yes. I'm right here. Yes, I posted it. Yeah. On my pole dancing videos, sometimes people will be like, try it this way. And I'm like, did you not think I did? Right. Did you... Yeah. I, maybe your body type is different than mine and that's why it doesn't look like the way you do it. Right. Or they'll be like, I don't like when you wear shoes, like the heels or whatever. And I'm like, oh, I don't, I don't care. Yeah, I put them on because I like I wearing like them. them. I think I look it's slutty so and odd. fun. It's so strange. I don't get it. It is odd. Or when you put up a, like, um, I don't really put up a lot of stand-up clips, but like when my friends do, people will be like, I don't like this joke. It's like, well, then just move on. Yeah. Why do we all have to say exactly how I think it should be illegal to write anything on anyone's Instagram other than good job. I like this. You're great. Right. Right. Because what I mean, I don't want anything else. Isn't it weird? Like you said about the person who came and was talking about the Peppa Pig and made the video like that. Somebody would take all that time. Yes. And I always think like. Wouldn't you want to just go to the the shit that you love? Yes. And be like, man, I love you. I love when you do this. I love when you do that. Why would you go, I need to stop and go over here and tell this person that I know their life and I know why they're doing this wrong? I don't know. <laughs> I never think to do that. I never. Me either. I talk shit behind people's backs like a normal person. Well, and I, don't put it online. Yeah. I, I, I actually, um, sometimes I'll follow like accounts or look at accounts where it's like, I don't know. Anything random that comes up in the for you page mm-hmm. kind of thing where it's like a recipe or it's a this. I follow this lady who like makes dinners from Dollar Tree. And so oh. she explains to people like my reasoning for this is some people don't have access to a full kitchen. Mm-hmm. So I'm showing you if you live in a motel or if you don't have a stove or if you don't have a refrigerator. These are And people are always like, this food's disgusting. I would <laughs> never. And girl, why can't you do this? And why can't you cook that? And why would you? And I'm like, she's explained it. You. You really, it makes you feel that good to go up to somebody and say, I think you're disgusting because you don't have enough money the way I do. You don't have the opportunities that I, it just blows my mind. It is truly wild. Yeah, it's sad and it is a projection. Um, I literally am over here talking about that and I keep looking down at your nails. I can't stop. Tell me. Um, So I go to this place in Atwater and I just bring them pictures off Instagram and they do something similar. They won't like exactly copy it. We'll like Uh change the colors up a little bit. But yeah, I wanted some purple hearts. I love that. How long are you in the salon when they do that? Um, I think this took maybe an hour and a half, two hours. They weren't busy and I got my toes done too. Yeah. But I immediately ruined my toes. Is there really? Why? Tell me. Because it takes a very long time for them to dry because I have very oily skin. Uh-huh. Um, and I left them out for like three, four hours and then put them in my little Crocs and then the Croc little holes fucked them up. You know what you could do? You Maybe you already tried this. I, I don't want to offer advice because honestly you could be like, bitch, I don't like that. But <laughs> gel polish. Is there something weird about it? I don't know because I don't get it. So I, I, I just know it's a thing. I know. I... There's just something weird about sticking your foot in that in machine. That thing. There's something. There has to be an effect later, right? Probably. I mean, I do do the gels on my hands, but there's just something different to me. Just just the thought of that, it feels insane. Yeah. Okay. I get it. I get it. And I don't know why. Does You don't have to know why. You don't like it. You don't like it. Who cares? Okay. Right? 
Perfect. Who gives a shit? Yeah, who gives a shit? I get a pedicure uh, every, I push it to three weeks. Same. uh, And I always take my mom with me to get her thing done and she gets her, they pick the designs and all that stuff. But I I have to tell them, I, you just, I can't have a massage. I love y'all, but I cannot. Like it just, it just tickles me so much and I can't stop laughing. So the girl already (laughs) knows like this one's not going to take a massage. That's really funny. But I love it. But I do kind of feel like, Aren't they just cutting your, like, why are, maybe it's better for me. I don't want to bend down and cut my toenails, so. I don't want to either. That's why but I, need I them treat done. myself. Yeah. Um, I stretch and I'm like, there you go. I can touch my toes. That's nice. Yeah. But like polishing them, that seems like a lot. And it's a thing I can treat myself to, so I do it. Yeah. Do you ever have a nail tech that will like cut cuticle or whatever and then sort of like present it on top of your foot? This is a thing that I've encountered. They will cut the cuticle from the no! side. No, and be so, like, this is how gross you are. So here's my foot, and she's uh-huh. over here, and she'll clip it out, and then she'll just set it there. And then, and I'm thinking, like, I come here every three weeks, and I've been coming to you specifically uh-huh. for three years. Um, this is your fault if it's gross. <laughs> this is fucking your fault. Yeah, this is on you. This is so on you. So you should not be showing it to me. Like, look, what have you been doing for three weeks? <laughs> Maybe I'm, she's trying to remind herself to be like, I Maybe. have to do a better job Maybe. because this is not right. But I always feel like when I leave, like, damn, nobody can tell me that I like that that the diabetes is going to get me or anything because my feet are healthy. Like, I'm not losing toes. <laughs> she has taken that implement and trimmed all the way through. I'm good. I'm <laughs> It will get me eventually. It will get me eventually if I don't get my shit together. But she's trying to get me. Now I'm on a bunch of medication. But oh, you are. Mm Mm-hmm. Like what kind? Like like? Do you have to take a lot of pills? I have to take three pills. Ooh. It's not terrible. It's not terrible. You're smart. You're smart though. Fun. Do you know? Yeah, but you're smart to be on top of like life. I'm trying. My doctor was like, I think you're gonna be pre-diabetic in a couple years, and then I went back like a couple months later, and she was like. You got diabetes, and I was like, "Stop it!" Okay, girl, (laughs) I did it. I mean, I'm not proud of it. Uh, I am trying to like reverse it. Uh It's hard. I have to like walk a lot and like exercise. I don't want to do any of that. Well, if you go on TikTok, they'll tell you that you you just just follow this one little video and everything's fixed. TikTok is a wild, wild west of a place. (laughs) Like people will be like, "I'm a licensed therapist," and then say something that I'm like, "Yeah, I don't think you went to school. I don't. I don't think you went one day. Mm -mm. I don't think so. No. And then there's a there like this one lady was trying to make healthy ice cream and she used cottage cheese, which is disgusting. And then three fucking heaping scoops of honey, and I was like, "Well, that's the that's sugar." Yeah. What's make what is healthier about this? Right. If you just use sugar, sugar, it's the same thing as I don't know. I'm not a nutritionist, so I don't know. But to me, I'm like, seems just as bad. You're just making it taste nasty. Yeah. I follow I or well I must follow one of them uh, called like Salad Labs and they show mm-hmm. how to make these salads and it's so interesting when people are like salads are so healthy you should take this healthy alternative but as you said they're like here's four pounds of cheese uh-huh. and then go ahead and add uh, eight cups of olive oil mm-hmm. because olive oil is healthy well yes it is but I don't know that eight cups eight cups is not healthy yeah it's wild and. I guess it's like a thin person saying that. So inherently people just go, oh, that must be healthy. And I'm like, "Uh uh-uh. Well, thin people are the ones who will always give me a Coke and not a Diet Coke at a drive-thru because in their minds, they just see the word Coke and they're like, I would never drink a Diet Coke. You must want Coke. Oh, that's so interesting. I never thought of that. I think they just see that word and they're like, what does it matter? Soda, soda. You don't care. I don't care. Like, 
That's so. None of my thin friends drink Diet Coke. No. Well, Paris Hilton once said um, that only fat people drink Diet Coke, and I don't think she was lying. I don't think she was lying either. Wait, I wonder why that is. I don't know. Let's take a break. Why is that? It is true, though. It is true. Only fat people drink Diet Soda. I don't get it. And we are back with Nicole Byer. We were talking about all of it. Um, You came to the executive suite in Long Beach. Yes, I did. And you were so wonderful. And that's your home club, right? Yeah, yeah. That was so fun. It was like we were coming like out of the pandemic a little. Mm -hmm. And I can't remember. Oh, um, who else performed? Um, Tammy Brown. Uh huh. Morgan McMichaels. Morgan McMichaels. Yes. Uh Oh, and she is. It's. Very interesting, and I implore people who like Drag Race to leave their homes, uh-huh. touch some grass, and go to an actual drag show, because what I saw from Morgan on the show was so different from what I got totally. to see Morgan performing. Mm-hmm. I was like, holy shit, she's a performer. She's she was electric. so entertaining. She was such a good host. I was like, this is this is delightful. So yeah, I just go touch grass and go see other drag people. Yeah. Yeah, or take a shit in the grass. <laughs> just not in blankets. Yeah, just take a take a shit wherever. Just yes, not in a blanket. Yeah, that 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 fascinates me that you would reuse like they would reuse those. They just seem like washcloths anyway. Uh huh. But it saves them money if they don't throw them out after every flight. The th- Same the- with the first class blankets, and those are like big and cushiony and pillowy and nice. Yeah. But yeah, if you like truly, I put them on them and like this smells like somebody, and now I know it's because it was just on somebody. You know when you smell people too, like I don't know if you ever experienced this, but there's people that smell like scalp. Yes. Like, do you know what I'm talking about? Like you don't. It's not that they smell like butt. Or no, anything. they smell like like a head. Uh huh. Like, like a, hair. Like, like not dirty hair, but it's just like not freshly washed. What hair. is that? I don't. Not freshly know. washed. <laughs> <laughs> it's scalp. It's scalp. It's just smell. I don't know what it is. Yes. Um, I do know this what you mean. is the portion of the podcast that we like to call Read Me Delta, where people just send in letters. Sometimes they're, uh, sometimes they go off the rails, which mm-hmm. I'm happy with. Sometimes they're just like legit questions about, I don't know, when is a good time to use a gift card? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, sometimes I wonder, can if you have like leftover on a gift card, like say you have like $12, but you wanted to give somebody a $40 gift card. Could you just take that in and be like, can you add to this and just give me a new one does that work? I think so I wonder because it's money to that place right so but I, I don't want to be like here's a $12.71 gift card plus this other little extra <laughs> I mean I would take if somebody gave it to me if I don't someone give a gave it to me I would also I would take it so thankful I would be so happy but I always feel like if I do that then someone's gonna be like oh you bitch Ow. okay Okay. Hi, Delta and special guest. I live in an apartment building with elevators, and I also work in an office with elevators. I believe there is elevator etiquette that not everybody abides by. I don't know if I'm being a Karen about this, but I can't stand it when I'm getting off an elevator and someone tries to get in before I can even get out. Uh, It is frustrating to me when I'm trying to exit the elevator and there's somebody standing right in front of the doors. People need to stand off to the side so whoever is on the elevator can get off. 
I also don't like more than five people in an elevator at a time. I'm a bigger woman and I'm already taking up space, so I don't want to be touching shoulders with somebody else. If there are already five people in an elevator, don't try to squeeze in. Just take the next one. Do you have your own version of elevator etiquette or is this not really a concern of yours? Very Sarah. Sarah's correct. I think Sarah's correct. Sarah's absolutely correct. What are you rushing to get on the elevator for? Just let the people get off the elevator first because they're probably at their destination, the ground floor, you're at the ground floor, and then you get to go. Same thing with the subway. The people get off and you get on. There's there's time for you to get on. Yeah. I think it's gross. I think... um, uh, I, I always go back to that moment in the movie Ghost when they're on the elevator yes. and the guy starts talking yes. about like his disease or whatever. He's like, "It's my doctor says it's contagious," and he's like, "Oh, that's okay. Carl. I love Ghost. Yeah, it's my I, favorite movie. So good, so so good." Um, I I I kind of feel the same way. Yeah, I mean, come on, let people get on, let people mm-hmm. get off. It's not that deep, but I'm you know a, a firm believer in if you're in that much of a fucking rush. Saving that little bit of time is not going to make a difference. It's not going to do anything for you. I hate it. I hate when people are like, oh, you're not going fast enough. And it's like, oh, so you want me to get a ticket mm-hmm. so you can go faster. Mm-hmm. I don't get it. I'm so no, confused. No, just go around. But I will say, if you are in the far left lane going very slow. Oh, yeah, yeah. You no, that's have different. to get over. There's there's a social moray there. For the, sure. It's an L.A. thing where people just drive whatever speed limit they want in the left lane. And I'm like, that's the fast lane. Let me go. Let me free. Yeah. But um, elevator etiquette. More than five people in an elevator. I get it. I don't want to be I don't want to be tight with people. Yeah. I think it's gross. It is gross. It's nasty. It is gross. And then what about like the, I, that's when you can experience scalp. Yes. You can you can get yes. scalp, you can get BO. Yeah, people's funk. I don't want it. Uh-huh. I do carry a mask with me still because uh-huh. I don't want to breathe in people's shit in small spaces. So I'll put on a mask if a ton of right. people get on an elevator. Yeah. And just I'm not it's not worth it to me. I don't want to smell you. Yeah. I mean, I I even going back to like the whole mask idea, I feel like aren't you still like regardless of a pandemic, you're still like Helping yourself to maybe yes. not get a cold. And some people go, well, it's not effective. Well, it's a little more oh, effective than not. I'll tell you something. I travel a lot and I wear a mask on every yeah. flight and I have yet to get sick from a flight. Yeah. I used to get sick after every single flight. So for me, it's been very effective and I like it. And I don't think it's like an arguing point. Like, I'm no. so mad at you for putting on lotion. Why would you do that? <laughs> that felt like a read. I never put on lotion. I was like, you did, don't? Did you clock some ash? No, but you know what I'm saying. <laughs> no, I know. <laughs> Do you have a favorite lotion? I do. Uh, I said it wrong for years, but I think it's La Octane. Oh, I, I maybe Le Occitane. <laughs> I'm French, so I'm not. So I, I thought I was saying it correctly then. I could be saying it wrong. I think you're saying it right. You know who said it right, though? Who? Your credit card when you bought it. Sure did. American so Express said it's really yours. Matter. That's matter. my absolute favorite. They took the money for it. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, I love I love uh, like anything shea butter. Like mm-hmm. I know this is like so common, but like Bath and Body Works has a body cream. I love Bath and Body Ugh, Works. I love it. Did you know that the little? So I thought those bowls at Bath and Body Works and Sephora uh-huh. were just stuff you could have, like on okay. your way out. Oh, did like you know, good, like a like a trial kind of thing. Yeah. Did you know you have to pay for those? Oh, you do. Hmm. Huh. So like all the little hand sanitizers yeah. at Bath and Body Works, I thought were just free. Because they're so small. They're tiny and they're just like in the little things like on the line. And I didn't know that. I was at Sephora uh-huh. and I had a bunch of them and I was like putting them in my purse and the lady was like, you have to pay for those. And I was like, what do you mean? 
pay for them. And she was like, "You, they're like, they're travel size. They're small, but like you still have to pay for them. And I earnestly was like, I don't know what you're talking about. I've done this forever. But yeah. You don't. Because you know what? I'm looking on my cards here and all you had to say was, did you know that I am Nicole Byer? I'm a comedian, <laughs> actor, podcaster, very talented TV show presenter, a pole dancer, a multiple Emmy nominee, a woman of many words, and also an influencer. Imagine I said all that and they're like, ma'am, we have no idea who you are. Please leave. I said, said that. I went in. I was like, I'm Nicole Byer. And a lot of people were like, I don't think so. I don't think so, man. Then why don't you buy it? <laughs> and I said, no. No. I'm not going to because I'm going to influence people with my it is funny like when you have no money people will give you nothing uh-huh. and then when you finally start making money the amount of shit that gets sent to my house that I don't need that I could have used when I didn't have money uh-huh. is incredible okay it's wild like what's something that like you can think of um clothing okay get like you know people will launch a brand and like send clothing to you um shoes uh I just gave away like sunglasses, a speaker, uh, travel mugs. Like I can only have so many travel right, mugs. Right, I get it. I yeah. get it. I have people that will um, try to like partner up. They'll say, "Hey, um, maybe you could do a couple posts, and we can give you some of our product." And mm-hmm. I'm like, "Oh, sure. What is that?" And some of them have been um, men's swimwear mm-hmm. that go up to size large. And then they said, well, maybe we can just give this to you. And then you could give it to someone that you love. And I'm like, oh, so you're going to, my prize for partnering up with you is you helping me do Christmas shopping. Yes. And I've gotten that a lot. I'm not doing that. A lot of DMs where they're like, hey, we have this. We go up to a 2XL. And I'm like, a real 2XL? Right. Or like a small 2XL. I'm a big woman. And if you, same thing with my podcast. I do not promote things. Whatsoever. That do not, that aren't size inclusive. Except I did one. I cannot remember the brand. But I was like, if you're fat and you want to wear a scarf, they have scarves. They don't have pants for you. And they dropped the ads after that. But I was like, just, will it kill you to be more size inclusive? Right. What's the big deal? I don't get it. I'm like, fat people have money and it works. Yeah. Give me some clothes. High Delta and guest icon. If you could bring back anyone from the dead, who would you pick and why? I would pick Ronald Reagan so that I could immediately kill him again. (laughs) (laughs) XOXO, very habanero hunty. That's a fun name. That is. I love their answer. That's a great answer. And I never think about things like that. Like bringing somebody back to murder them. Yeah. That's kind of, this is kind of a uh, Miss America pageant question. It is. In a way. Yeah. Like, because I've heard, heard people say, like, if you could have dinner with these people. And mm-hmm. then I've seen people I've seen people answer it. And they're like, you can tell they're trying to, like, impress everybody. And I'm like, <laughs> you do not know that guitarist from 19, from the 30s. <laughs> Knock it off. You just Googled, like, famous uh-huh. instrumentalist, famous activist. <laughs> just be honest. Yeah. They can't, I don't know why they can't, but. Okay. I don't know. Okay, so. Initially, I was like, my mom. Yeah. But then I was like, but it's only one person. I should bring back my dad, too. So if it's only one person, they, could be they stay dead. Right. So they don't get mad that I only brought one back. So I'm going to bring back Patrick Swayze 
because I fucking love Patrick Swayze. I think he is so hot. Mm-hmm. And if I brought him back now, his wife is married to somebody else. So he'd be like, right. I'm back. I can't believe it. And then he'd be so sad. And I'd be like, hey, Patrick, I can console you. Right. Don't worry. Have you been to, um, is it Madame Tussauds that's on Sunset? Or is it like the Wax Museum? Or maybe it's yeah, both. it's Madame Tussauds. So they have a, a Patrick Swayze. And he's on the thing, ready, on the log in Dirty Dancing. Uh-huh. And you can get on the log <gasps> with him. And I took a picture. And I'm like I'm like looking back. And it's like he's lifting you off. I it's, did not know that. You have to go get a I picture. I absolutely you do. Will die. And the re- I, I got it. I really mean this. The likeness is very good. It's very good. And you, it feels so right. It feels so right. I would actually die if they had him there uh, as uh, Vita Boheme. Oh, that would be iconic. I love it. I love it. I'm I'm with you with Patrick Swayze. I I adore Patrick Swayze. I think he's such a hunk. Ghost is one of my favorite fucking movies. Um, I also, I like Dirty Dancing. Mm -hmm. Wong Fu is so great. And I just interviewed John Leguizamo and I was like, I love that it was three straight men playing drag queens. I have time for all of that. And then he was like, yeah, but if it was made now, uh, I would want it to be real drag queens. And I was like, yes, but also there is something to straight men saying this is okay. Right. That this is not emasculating or like, like effeminate or it is effeminate but like it's not taking anything away from me. It's, I'm playing a part. I don't know. I feel like it was such a different time too because uh, yeah, it was the '90s. It was the '90s, and also it was like um, these were people that were like at the top of their careers, yes. and they were all in action films. Yes, they were all hyper masculine, and, 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 and they and they were like I. It's for me, and I know again cancellation or whatever. For me, it's my favorite quote drag movie. It's it's one of my favorites. And there's a lot too. of dangerous things that happen, in it. and of course, yeah, maybe drag should be dangerous, you know. But people talk about RuPaul in the movie and what RuPaul mm-hmm. was wearing or whatever. But you know, it's RuPaul. She's gonna wear what RuPaul's gonna wear. I'm not gonna question that that choice. But also, and- I thought that choice was very like. Tongue in cheek, like absolutely. I'm a black woman wearing the Confederate flag, right. or a black man dressed as a woman wearing the Confederate flag. Right. Like, to me, is a huge choice. Right. I don't think anyone who's repping that flag for themselves and like Southern pride is happy to see that. Right. Right. That's just completely m- my silly opinion. It's such a yeah. I don't know. I love it, but I you got to go take that picture. Oh my god. I'm going to. I'm. They actually have a lot of setups. It is Madame Tussauds. They have a ton of setups of different different celebrities, and it's fun because you can like get in there, and they let you get right in there. Ooh. And they even have props where if you're like with Charlie Chaplin and you want a cane or like whatever it is, um, Betty White is there. It's just neat. This is great. I love touristy things. I yeah, it's fun. <laughs> like I just I love a tourist trap. Yeah. You'll love it. Okay. I love that. I could sit here all day and talk to you about Same. everything and nothing. This is fun. This was so much fun. Thank you so much for letting me be here. Thank you for being here. This is super, super fun. I, you know, once upon a time, um, I when I when we first started doing Very That with Raja, um, we were doing that. And then this was like sort of a fill-in because she was gone to do All Stars. Mm-hmm. And then some other opportunities came up to do podcasting, and I was and I remember telling people. Bitch, I'm gonna be like Nicole Byer. I'm gonna have three, po- and I would tell everybody, I'm like, I'm gonna be fucking like the drag Nicole Byer, like, and so I feel that way sometimes because I'm like, I still having these conversations that overlap in ways, mm-hmm. but you're still able to give a hundred percent to those things separately, and I love that that you do that. 
I really do appreciate that because I really do try to give everything my all. And it was funny. My producer was like, for why won't you date me? I think I've done it for five or six years. She was like, did you know you haven't missed a week? She's like, do you want to take a week off? And I was like, no. <laughs> I was like, why? No. I was like, some people look forward to it every Friday. Yeah. And I don't want to take that away from them or have them listen to an older episode. Also, it's not going to kill me to like record two in a day. I don't mind. Right. I don't right. know. I like... I think of entertainment as like, I working with John Cena, he was like, you know, I work hard because there's going to be a time where people aren't going to want me. So at the time that they do want me, I'm going to say yes to things. And I was like, that's such a wonderful work ethic. That's what I'm going to do. Did he, he say it in that voice like that? A little bit. That's my John Cena impression. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I do that too. Like I, I feel like it, it. Like we were talking about like talking with your hands or using mm -hmm. people's like using a voice. I feel like when you story tell, like, and that's what you do. Like you incorporate that, and that makes it interesting to people. Thank you. And I don't think you even. I don't even know if you know. Like, what makes it so authentic is like it is authentic. Like that's just mm -hmm. how you talk. Like that's how you share a story. And I think I've that's had why people, people be like, "Oh, so you're just like this in life?" And I'm like, yeah. "Yes." Yeah, it's exciting. I Thank love it. Thank you. Thank you for being here. Thank you for having me, Delta. Thank you all for listening to Very Delta. You can search for Very Delta on your podcast apps. We come out every Monday, and you can find us right here on the Mom Podcast YouTube channel. Also, a special hello to everyone watching the show on YouTube. Thank you so much for sticking up at midnight and listening to the new episodes. It means the world to us. Also, send your questions to readmedelta at gmail.com. You can follow me on Instagram. And where can people find you? Ooh. Instagram at Nicole Byer, Twitter at Nicole Byer. Um, I'm not on TikTok. I it's it's it seems hard. It is hard. I tried. I don't even put anything up. I just all I do is absorb content. I don't even contribute, Same. and I feel bad. And but. maybe I'll start doing it. I don't know. Uh, but it's Nicole Byer was taken because Nicole Byer was taken. Also, my website is NicoleByerWasTaken.com. Okay. I just found out the other day that I still have a website from like 20 years ago that my friend is like paying for, you know, maintenance doesn't cost anything uh -huh. on it. But she was like, girl, I still have this, like your website and there's, I just direct it to your Instagram. But if you ever want to do something, it still exists. And she also uh, owns the, the rights to clownfucker.com <laughs> that in 2000, we thought like, see if somebody has it. And she's like, That's nobody really has it. I'm getting it. I'm so getting clownfucker.com. You can also follow the show on Instagram and TikTok at Very Delta, because if you're not, you're really only getting half the Delta. Join <laughs> me next week right here. And until then, keep things very Delta. This episode of Very Delta was brought to you by Orange Diamond, the official emoji of the Very Delta show. To listen to Very Delta one day early and ad-free, sign up for Mom Plus at mompodcasts.plus. Very Delta is produced by Moguls of Media, a.k.a. Mom. Hosted by Delta Work and produced by Mark Jacobs. Engineered by Margot Padilla and editing by Doug Robertson. Executive produced by Willem Belli, Alaska Thunderfuck, Big Dipper, and Joe Cilio. 